Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Disney Co. In the Know podcast. Uh, welcome back for those who have listened or watched us uh, before. This is episode 16, and tonight we are talking about Walt Disney World reopening, um, latest updates. We're talking about the NBA coming to ESPN's Wide World of Sports and the Disney Complex. We're talking about the latest Shop Disney merchandise for Pride Month and more. So I am Bruce Beal, and I will be your host. And tonight I am joined by our special guest, Disney Co. and the Note contributor, Lydia. Lydia, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, yes. Before we get started, I want to say that this podcast and show is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, Disney and Universal experts who help plan your family's perfect vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. As always, our services are free to you. Visit us on the web at www.407vacations.com. And to stay on up to date with all the Disney and Universal news, you can visit us on our blog page, which has news sections and contributor articles at www.407vacations.com backslash in the know. So, so Lydia, now that that is all out of the way and um, those those photos I just put up here on the video covered our faces like Mike Wazowski on the last <laughs> floor, um, we can go ahead and get started with this week's news, which is Sounds what the great. listeners and viewers really want anyways. They don't, right. want, they don't want us messing around. So uh, let's, let's start off with, so... Uh, full disclosure, I own 407 and Beyond Vacation Company, and um, and the reason why I, I say that is because we've been getting a lot of questions on park reopening news. So Disney announced uh, last week um, that their plans were to open up in July, and then it seems like every day more news breaks from Disney. Like, yes, we're opening, but this, or however, or um, in addition to. So they're always breaking mm -hmm. Uh, different news each day and so um, we're going to go over some of the park reopening news today and then sometime this weekend on our Facebook page I'll make a post but I want to go out on Facebook live and answer questions that clients or anybody uh, following us on Facebook can can ask so because I know there's a lot of information out there so so Lydia um, let's talk yeah. so the park gets like a little oh go ahead no no please go ahead oh can you hear me oh no i was just saying it gets a little confusing like i'm even reading the reading this stuff and like you know you're keeping me up to date on everything and i'm reading the blog but it's still like my gosh there's know, so much information it, and disney will notify <laughs> travel agents or put it up on their sites like hey here's the latest on how the parks are going to reopen and then you wake up and you check it again and it's slightly different so um, right, there, and they're like, JK, everything's changed. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what we know as of right now is that Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are slated to open up on July 11th, um, followed by Disney's Epcot and Hollywood Studios on July 15th. Now, even though the parks are reopening, um, and, and you know, Universal just opened up, earlier this week um, and we're, we're able to see all the, the measures that they're taking. Now it looks like everything is going pretty smooth over there at Universal. Um, we know that at Disney parks, things are going to be limited. So, so Lydia, we know that there's going to be no fireworks or parades, which uh, for a lot mm -hmm. of people, that's, uh, you know, a majority of the attractions and things that they want to do um, in the parks. Right. So, 
I mean, that's like a great time where like families can pause from like standing in queues and like, you know, kind of just relax and sit down and, you know, enjoy a nice show. So I think some people are definitely going to be upset about it. And I go, um, it's not like a, a deal, like a, a break. It's not like it's going to not want me to go to the park. You know what I mean? Like I'm still going right. to go, even if they don't have the fireworks and parades. So, but I right. totally get why people would be like, no. <laughs> yeah. And, and we did, we did lose it for just a second. But what, what you're saying is it's not a deal breaker um, that there's no parades right. or fireworks, but I mean, that is part of the, the Disney magic, but it makes sense why, you know, things with uh, mm -hmm. large congregations of people, um, right. you know, can't go on because of physical distancing guidelines. Um, but in addition to that, any um, close interaction with characters will also be temporarily suspended. Um, you know, things like Bippity Boppity Boutique, Playgrounds, Character Meet and Greets, all going to be temporarily suspended. So you are. But I did hear that like characters will still be walking around. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So okay. characters will be walking around. You can take photos. Um, so over at Universal, the way that they're doing it um, is that you can take like selfies from a safe distance away or ussies. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so um, <laughs> you can't get your picture taken with characters, but they can be in your background as you uh, work oh, the that's camera. Fun. So um, one one question that we're getting a lot of on social media and and by clients is this announcement of park reservation system. So the park reservation system was announced that. Um, guests to get into the parks in July not only need a valid theme park ticket, but they're going to have to make a reservation uh, for a park one day. And that's going to help limit the, the, the capacity of guests inside the park. And so um, people are a little bit nervous because you can't just wake up and go to the park of your choosing. you got to make a reservation. And so, and so we're getting a lot of questions like, hey, I want to make my reservations, um, but... The, the system on the My Disney Experience app is not up yet, and we don't actually have any yeah. guidance on it yet. So um, It's pretty crazy. Difficult. Like, I hope they at least, like, say something by next week because that would be, like, a month out, you know. So if they say something by, like, June 11th, I think that – but they need to say something too soon. I think it's causing, like, a lot of anxiety for people, especially people um, – like to have their trip completely planned out um <laughs> yeah so, you you're know. absolutely right and, and disney is one of those vacations that people have it uh planned out you know down to the minute to the attraction and so mm -hmm. people, and you know who can do that really well is bruce, uh, who's bruce can <laughs> i appreciate so that good. plug yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> yes visit us on the web at <laughs> www.forestanimations.com but um yes thank you um but yeah, too funny. So one thing also to keep in mind is that Disney is not selling new ticket sales. So you cannot purchase a ticket now. Um, the only people who will be in the parks or at the resorts starting in July are people with um, tickets already. So no new ticket sales and no new reser uh, reservations at the resorts. So um, Disney announced that they're doing this to concentrate on the folks who have reservations. And my guess is this is just another uh, measure to limit that capacity. Um, right. And I think it's a smart choice. I, I'm sure like people like myself 
I'm like, oh man, I can't go like July 11th because I'm not an, you know, pass holder, nor did I have a trip scheduled. But, you know, it totally makes sense. And I think it would just be completely overwhelming if they're like, come one, come all, like come July 11th. There's just no way they would be able to maintain that physical distancing and like all the COVID outlines. It would just be chaos, I think. I I agree. And I I particularly think it would be difficult for this new reservation system if it was just front loaded Mm -hmm. uh, with people coming down trying to snag reservations. So. So definitely it does make sense, but um, people do need to know that you cannot make a reservation and you cannot purchase tickets um, right now. So do we have a date when you can make a reservation? No, we don't. This is temporarily suspended until further notice. So um, we are definitely learning how to deal with the unknown right now during all this time. I think like the type A people are going to have to kind of like take a breath and be like, Okay, it's just a waiting game. I just got to wait it out. It's tough. And I will say, Mm -hmm. as a travel agent, um, we cannot, I don't mean we, but Disney is not allowing for modifications yet of existing trips. So if you have a trip, your options pretty much are to hang on tight and and wait or um, to cancel uh, outright. And the latest I heard from Disney was that they are giving back full refunds. Um, I've heard mixing, uh, uh, mixed responses, whether or not um, how far into um, your vacation you can get that full refund. So the light, the what I was told the last time I was on the phone with them was that you could get a full refund up to 30 days before your trip. Uh, but I, I would think that if your trip is is in July, that um, you should, you know, get get your full refund. So. Um, and Bruce, I read something about like this December 15th deadline. So like, if you don't go by December 15th or is that the, where they're giving like a voucher or a refund for that? Yeah, exactly. So if you have tickets, um, and either the parks have been closed in in May, June and beginning of July, or you want to postpone, um, you can do so all the way until December. Um, or you can get a refund back on your ticket. So okay. that's those are uh, multi-day tickets that have not been used, or tickets for specific days that have not been used. So, got it. Um, so yeah, okay. you can either just kick those and try to use them later on in 2020, um, or get, get a refund. So, you know, I, I'm not into speculating much, but I would say that a lot of the measures that we see coming out of Disney this summer, we're probably going to see well into the fall. Um, I think you yeah. know, the theme park experience is just going to be different for the foreseeable future. So uh, yeah. if you have a vacation that you are looking to modify or, or, or cancel and rebook your trip, we have had clients rebook for 2021 um, for sure. So, yeah. so anyway, so a couple of, of other cancellations or temporary suspensions, um, dining reservations and dining packages have been canceled um and that's to help with the capacity yeah that was a shocker like because they were like free meal plans if you yes. like book now and then they're like just kidding like we're yeah. getting rid of everything i was like oh no, oh, no. So, so that's pretty stressful but i mean again I, it makes sense i guess in terms of keeping that capacity down and making sure everyone's safe right and, and disney is in a spot like um, their operations are so much bigger than the other parks in Orlando. And so they're kind of in that mm-hmm. tough spot. But 
Um, so yeah, every, everything that they're doing makes sense and, and we want them to open up in a safe manner. Um, but all dining reservations and plans have been canceled. So if, if you were somebody who had the recovery package of free dining um, for rescheduling your vacation, that's been taken <laughs> away. Um, but yeah. uh, to, to help with that, Disney is adding a 35% discount to your room reservation. So um, I do know that they are doing that in the order in which um, your vacation is. And so if your vacation is in the fall, um, you're probably not going to see that discount um, taken off of your reservation for at least a couple more weeks because they're trying to hit everybody in July and August right now. So, okay. um, so don't freak out. You'll get your discount. Yes, yes. Don't freak <laughs> out. Although it's hard to. I mean, I get it. You, right. You it spend is. All yeah. that money on a vacation. You spend your time. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, you know, you work with a travel agent uh, like us, and, and you plan it out with your travel agent, and then not only is it canceled or postponed, but then things right. change. So it, it is. And that's why like using your service is so nice because I couldn't like imagine navigating this right now by myself, especially like with kids and having to like, okay, do I update my kids about this? Like, what do I do? You know, it's just nice to like say to someone else, like, okay, here's what I want to do. You handle it. And I'm going to go work <laughs> and like teach my kids from home. <laughs> like, right, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why like, you know, it's, I, I would definitely, um, take advantage of Bruce's service guys, man. So many plugs for you. Today. I know. I know. I feel like, I feel like we got to get off of this because this show is not just about plugs, but, um, uh, you know, w with, uh, with all of the news coming from, uh, Disney parks right. and resorts, it's just, it feels natural, but I'll, let, let's make, let's make a pledge. That was the last plug of the day. So, last plug, guys. We promise. Uh, <laughs> so, um, a couple more, uh, temporary suspensions, fast pass, fast Pass Plus, excuse me, um, say that three times fast, um, <laughs> it will be temporarily suspended. So there will be no Fast Passes. Uh, they will be starting to use virtual queues and then space people out um, in mm -hmm. queues and then extra. And I could see, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, like, I could see people getting, like, really upset about this, especially with, you know, like, some of the new, like, rides and attractions at Star Wars or Pandora. But honestly, I think with the lower capacity and people being more dispersed throughout the parks, I don't think you like they're going to be very long queues anyway, which is yeah. at least that's what I'm predicting. And I'm sure that's why they completely like nixed the whole fast pass thing right now. So yeah. and they don't know who's going to have a park reservation for which park on right. which day. So it's almost mm -hmm. just like, OK, clear, clear the slate. We got to start over. Um Right. So, so it makes sense. And extra magic hours um, have been temporarily suspended as well as park hours have been modified. So a few a few things to conclude uh, this new story, because this is just a downer of a story. We got to get to something much more upbeat <laughs> very quickly. Um, face coverings will be required for guests two, two years of age and older. Um, it used oh, to be so they three. changed it. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those changes. It went from three three years old to two years old. Um, I don't know what that's going to be like keeping a two-year-old in a mask. I can't so, imagine. Like, they can barely um, talk. Yeah. How do you expect them to wear a mask? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's going to yeah. that could mm -hmm. be tough. Um, so cast members and guests will have their temperatures taken. Um, from everything that's coming out of Universal, that's going to be a slow process at the park gates, but it is effective and it has been working. So um, so what we've learned from Universal is, is positive. And they're going to try physical distancing um, in the parks. So, 
Um, to check out more on this, visit the, the blog page and our articles. Uh, we have quite a few articles on, on this topic on our blog at forestamications.com backslash in the know. And um, check out Facebook for a Facebook Live event where we can talk all about the park reopening. So um, because we're having that Facebook Live event, let's go ahead and cut to a story that is uh, much more yeah, upbeat. Much so, upbeat. Um, yeah, much <laughs> So, uh, Lydia, let's talk about um, let's talk about the merchandise coming from Shop Disney for Pride Month. So you you had taken yeah. a good look at that. So what what can um, people look forward to with this? Well, once again, Disney dropped their you know Pride merchandise to celebrate um, Pride Month, which is June, and um, to remember the Stonewall incident in 1969. Um, so it's, you know, they have some really cute stuff again this year, some similar themes. They have like the Mickey heart hands again with the rainbow inside. Um, they have some great pins, mm -hmm. um, that have, um, you know, the little rainbow Mickey hats, um, as Bruce called it earlier, the body bag, but yes. I corrected him. It's a belt bag. <laughs> let me, let me pull this up real quick. Yeah. So, uh, it's called a belt bag. Is that right, Lydia? Yeah, yeah. Not a body bag. <laughs> I, I had this labeled as body bag. This is not a body bag. Um, yeah, not a body bag. But um, it, it does. But look it's really cute. You you can see some like Magic Kingdom, you know, yeah. icons like the parks in there, and some of the like food, and it's really cute. And it has that like ombre rainbow effect, which is always fun. Um, and then there's the Rainbow Disney Collection, like Mickey Mouse shirt, where it has like Mickey, 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 all in like you know. The yeah. Roy G. Biv colors. That's a good so, one. yeah, that one's good. They, and the thing I love about their um, Pride line, which is always, you know, um, it's always every year, but it's it's true to word in being that it's 100% unisex. So anyone can um, take this. Any gender would feel absolutely comfortable in any of this merchandise, which I think is really important because it just shows that, you know, Disney is... Um, like also aware of like, Hey guys, we understand that there might not be two genders and we totally get it. And we respect that and approve that. And we want to celebrate that. So that's really cool. Um, that they're being, you know, aware of that as well. They're not being like, look, we have like a, you know, and th of course there are some like more feminine like things, but I don't yeah. think that means that anyone, you know, I think anyone can wear I any of this stuff, which is really yeah, fun. I, I think you're right. I'll pull up. There are a few more female cut, um, tank top. Yeah. Um, I'll pull that one up. It's that uh, Mickey in rainbow colors. Uh, and then there is a uh, Lydia, I think it's sequined tank. That's how you say yes, it, right? Sequined tank. I realize this is the first and it's time like... I've ever had to spell sequins. <laughs> so, um... I'm like, I don't know how many times I have spelled sequins. <laughs> so much I've spelled that before. Yeah, I mean, that's like a female cut. But again, I think like you know, anyone could wear it. I mean, yeah. it's a super cute tank top. And, um, yeah, I wonder if it's that like sequin that like, um, you touch oh, well. and it like changes. I know that wasn't for a long time, but I, I don't think it says anything. Like that yeah. Often, it doesn't but. look like it's one of those, but, um, that, that is a cool one. Let, let's talk about what I thought was pretty cool is these sunglasses. So I'll pull those up. Yeah. Here. Um, I thought those were pretty cool. Yeah, these are pretty cool. I really like the ombre, you know, they're, they're not like in your face, like, um, like <laughs> wait, uh, wait, <laughs> on, the, on the video, uh, the, the, the photo, the sunglasses is literally on your face. So 
that was really funny when you're like modeling them well right yes (laughs) exactly yes look to your left a little bit yes there you go they are really good perfect yeah really good um yeah i really like them like they're not um you know they're not like the big like sometimes when you see like the pride festivals which are super awesome they have like very extravagant like headgear and everything and it's like super great but these are great to just wear like in the park you know you can wear them in the sunny florida sun and they have like it's a kind of like a ray-ban you know modern look and they have the cute little mickeys in the corner um so i would definitely wear those i mean those are too cute so on the website they look like like a clearer like a a softer lens not like a super dark lens maybe right. that's just the photo though so and, and i like that they they kept it clear on the front mm-hmm. um, i like that really cool about that so and that's like a really cool new trend within the past few years like having those um clear glasses um i think they look good on everyone because they're like they look super fresh and cool but you can also like they don't take away from your face which yes. i like so yeah. yeah i'm often i've often been told that i'm super fresh so no, that that's false. Uh, speaking of headgear, <laughs> speaking of headgear, here are the Minnie Mouse ears um, that are black with uh, black ears with the rainbow um, rainbow bow. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I think those, these are those just are so cute. They're so timeless. I mean, you just can't go wrong with like just doing a classic, you know, black Mickey ears with you know and then slap on that mini bow i mean it's just so cute so i and like the good thing about this stuff is you know you can wear it and buy it to celebrate it to celebrate pride month in june but people wear this stuff all year long so don't feel like it's not like a christmas you know (laughs) mini mouse ears my my christmas decorations are still up i don't know yeah (laughs) you know like you can wear this any time of the year to show you know your spirit and you know so i really like also that about all the pride merchandise that it's totally year round that's true yeah mm-hmm. that is that's certainly true so um this is definitely a good segment for our audio only listeners on itunes uh because they're they're missing out on these all these photos so if you are listening to <laughs> itunes and you want to see this merchandise watch the the youtube version of the podcast um where we have the photos up or check out the article on the blog site because um, they're all listed there with the pricing so um, so yeah, so lit anything that you want to add about the pride merch? Is there anything we missed? No, I think that's good. I think, you know, um, I think it's going to sell like hotcakes. I mean, I definitely, I think it always does. And I'm totally going to buy something out of this. So yeah. Plus June's my birthday month and Bruce's. Ah, that's true. So that's true. yeah, maybe someone can get us some stuff Ooh, for our birthday. Hey, I'll take those sunglasses. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take the sunglasses. All right. Let's um let's talk about the the NBA coming to ESPN's wide world of sports. So this is a story that's been breaking this week. In fact, mm-hmm. news was just being released earlier today before we, we, we came on the show. And so um so yeah, so NBA has come to terms with Disney to play the remainder of the season, which is an extended playoffs, at ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex, um, which has the capacity to, to host these um, playoff games. So, you know, this, this, the NBA coming to ESPN's Wide World of Sports is not necessarily the breaking news, um, but it's that they finished the deal. Um, but how this yeah. could affect the guest impact at Disney during this time. So I do know... 
that the, the players and teams and families and the games are to arrive or start at Disney at the end of July, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the parks are reopening. And so I think there are some questions on how the NBA finishing up could affect any guest experience. So, Aled, what, what have you heard about where the, the players and teams might stay on property? So from what it sounds like, I literally read where they're keeping them like in a bubble. Like that's yeah. what they keep saying. They're like, they're keeping them in a bubble. They have a 200 acre sports complex within the resort. So it's not going to be like they're in the magic kingdom. Right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a problem. I mean, it's, they said like the NBA players are going to show up. They're going to like hang out there. And they're, they're not, honestly, they say, like, there's not a lot of, like, they can't, like, leave a lot. They can't, like, they're literally going to stay there. So it kind of sounds like they're almost at, like, a camp. Right. Where they're like, hey, guys, you got to stay here until, you know, your team is done. So, so I think it won't, like, there won't be a lot of, like, traveling, if that's what people are worried about, with, like, people coming in and out and going and places. Like, right. I don't think that's, like, anything that people have to worry about. So the, the latest I've heard is that players, teams, and, and family members will be staying at Disney's Coronado Resort, Coronado Springs. Okay. And so um, if that is the case, then um, will guests who have reservations at Coronado be displaced and oh, taken yeah. to another resort? Now, the nice thing about the – and here's, here's a photo of Coronado Springs uh, for our viewers. Um, and that's the new Grandestino Tower, Ooh, which is absolutely is- beautiful. And that hotel is big. It is, and it's a convention center hotel. Yeah. So, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, and since there's limited capacities, limited capacity levels at the resorts now, I think Disney could very well take the guests at Coronado Springs and you know move mm-hmm. them to another moderate, even a deluxe resort. Um, right. So, or so they also sense. might find that there's enough space, like they could keep all the NBA yes. families like in one quadrant, keep the park goers in the other quadrant. Um, you know, it's a really big hotel. I remember one time we stayed there, we stayed in the very back and it was like a <laughs> yeah. 20 minute walk. <laughs> it is, so, yeah. um, yeah, I, I don't think people have to worry about that, but it will be interesting to see if those Coronado guests will be, you know, impacted by this. Yeah. So. And, and I did, um, to, to your point, I, I do know that the NBA and Disney is a little concerned though, with guests trying to. Um, see their favorite players or go take photos and so um, mm-hmm. it, it's potential that wherever they do stay that it will be kind of just locked down so right um, and that's like what i was seeing like with the whole bubble thing they're like yeah it's, they're literally gonna be like okay you're coming in here you're playing basketball and then you're leaving. <laughs> like, right. it doesn't seem like the players will be allowed to like even venture into the parks yeah or I, anything like that right and and Kevin Smith, NBA, um, on Twitter was saying that um, – let, let me just read his direct tweets here. So, per Walt Disney World sources, Disney and the NBA have agreed that Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is likely to be the primary host for the NBA when they resume the season. Um, he, he went further on to say that Coronado Springs offers the best package of rooms, resources, and proximity – to ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, and that up two other locations that um, were up for consideration is Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge and the Four Seasons Resort at Orlando. 
Um, there are also really big hotels. And, and the one plus side, yes, the one plus side of the Four Seasons was that it is gated, ultra exclusive area near the complex. So, um, so if if we don't see the NBA players and teams returning to Coronado Springs Resort, I think that it'll be between Animal Kingdom Lodge and the Four Seasons. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, interesting. I've also heard, and I, I, I don't have this on good authority or anything, that the MLS is looking to play some games at the complex as well. So if, they, if Major League Soccer and NBA is there at the same time, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know, but... Yeah. So anyway, well, I was also trying to look like if players were like worried about their health, um, like getting back, you know, on the court and playing. I couldn't really find anything. It seemed like a lot of um, like the players and the teams, most the majority of um, you know the people, um, they seem like they're ready to get back on the court and finish the season out. So yeah. I know that's um, that's good to hear that there's no like major like I don't want to play. I'm worried about my health. You know that people feel that the um, higher ups will make sure that this is safe for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, Lid, anything you want to add to the uh, the NBA breaking news coming to Disney? Well, I'm not a huge basketball person, so what? I don't know if you, <laughs> you mentioned this, but they won't have spectators, will they? No. no. Have they even? Not okay, that I'm yeah, aware they won't. of. I don't think that that's yeah. planning on changing either. I just don't think, yeah, that would be even possible or like that they would have time to figure out those logistics. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. Well, at least it'll be on TV. So yeah, we'll good. have sports again on TV, mm-hmm. and, and you know I think this is a good deal for both ESPN and Disney. Now, just a, a reminder: Disney owns ABC and ESPN, um, but I think this is this is good for them for you know lost revenue for for the NBA right. and for Disney. So th- this this seems to work out well. And while the parks and resorts have limited capacity, um, you know this just kind of makes sense. So. Right, um, and if they get mm-hmm. to stay at Grandestino Tower, now I'm sure those players have stayed at nicer places, but um, <laughs> that is a nice resort, so good for them. So yeah, we, lo- we love we love that new tower over at Coronado Springs. So mm-hmm. so Lid, the only other thing that I wanted to discuss today was uh, about Disneyland, and so I'm not sure if you had seen or heard, but Disneyland still has not yet announced an opening date for the parks. Um, I think yeah. that they are moving into the next phase of reopenings out um, in Orange County and, and in L.A., but um, no no real announcement from Disneyland on when they are going to reopen the parks. But if you go onto Disneyland's website, which I have my um, Disneyland mug with me. I nice. do this every show because I, I try to get <laughs> no matter where I'm at. Uh, I could be in an airport. Bruce bought- or, 13 mugs on one trip. Is that yes. right, Bruce? Yes. That's just, that's, I'm a big coffee drinker. I love Joffrey's coffee, and they just came out with a subscription, too. Uh, we'll have to put that on the blog, but yeah. You, Nick, should, you could probably have a themed mug for every episode. I, I should try, yeah. One yeah. thing about Disney mugs is they're always so big. Uh, they're like soup bowls. So the one thing, I, I hate to, you know, con- conform, but I love Starbucks uh series mugs Mm -hmm. so um, they're cute and they're fun to like because they're not just at disney but like i when we went to london and paris they're like in those cities too so it's fun to 
travel abroad and yes. go to other places and like try to find the Starbucks mug. So yeah, yes. I think that's I think they're Lydia. It, when we were in Paris, I got the "You Are Here" mug at a small Starbucks at now. Forgive the pronunciation here, Sacre Coeur. Yes, Sacre Coeur. Yeah. 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 So um, so yeah. So that's where I got the the Paris version of the mug. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's always fun color schemes on them, which I love. I agree. So. I mean, I could keep talking about mugs. How lame is that? Same. But, um, no, I stackable. Disney has some cool. really cool mugs and yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. It's all cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, wow. We just lost a lot of listeners there. Um, Sidebar. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Disneyland um, on their website, you can begin to make reservations starting on July 15th. So, they again, they have not said that the parks are going to be reopening um, or, you know, when, but reservations are now available for July 15th. That does not mean that the parks are going to open July 15th because Disneyland could cancel those or you'd be forced to modify. But it looks like if they're accepting reservations that that might just be a time frame that they're, they're looking at. Yeah, that's confusing to me. I'm surprised they're, like, announcing that before they're announcing when the park's opening. And I'm honestly still surprised that they're opening Disney World before Disneyland, just because Disneyland is on such a smaller scale. And, like, I was, like, looking into coronavirus cases, and it is been, like, the cases and the deaths have been higher in California, but I don't know if that's per capita. And I, you know, there's a lot of things and logistics that I'm sure they're considering. But, um, and one thing, Florida has been at the forefront of like reopening. Um, it's one of those states that is opening up quicker than other states. So that Mm -hmm. may, that may play into why they're opening up before Disneyland. But yeah. So anyway, so if you were looking at a Disneyland vacation, July 15th or later as of now, but don't take that as the parks are opening up July 15th. Right. Yeah. Wait for that. Definitely. Everything's into the unknown. You know, they should just be pumping that new Elsa song (laughs) out because it's literally like the anthem for uh, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. I, I, yes, yes. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, we'll, we'll start to see normalcy in the parks in 2021. But as, as for mm-hmm. 2020, be patient. If you are someone who's going to the parks, you know, be patient with the cast members, the employees. They're doing the best that they can. And, you know, theme parks are trying to open up for guests, but, uh, you know, in a safe manner. So, right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and as always, remember, it's private property. So don't, don't fight right. them about wearing a mask. Don't fight. Don't fight. Right. Yeah, that's, that's just... That's a whole nother topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a crazy. separate podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, so I, I'll conclude quickly by just talking about Universal's reopening. So I've seen some footage that Universal opens to the public tomorrow, um, but all of the the, the reopening um, phases or or special guest annual pass holders who have been able to go the last couple of days, it looks like lines are long getting into the parks and parking got temperature screenings, but it looks like for the most part, people are, um, well, everything that I've seen, everyone is keeping their masks on while in the park. That's good. I think social distancing has been a little bit difficult, um, in the parks, but, um, you know, I think people are, are excited and, and forgetting a little bit. There yeah. are markers on the ground and posters up, but it looks like Universal's reopening has been smooth. So hopefully, that is an indicator that Walt Disney World reopening will be smooth yeah. as well. So, 
Yeah, I think that physical distancing is going to be the hardest part. But I think as long as everyone keeps their mask on and there's enough hand sanitizer, I think that's a good, you know, way to counterbalance that. I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to speak too much on that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's all we'll see. <laughs> that, that's true. So, all right. So, Lydia, anything else this week that um, you, you want to discuss? Actually, I did see this really cool commercial. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this. Of course, um, unless you've been living in under a rock, there has been, um, you know, protests going on for the Black Lives Matter um, movement. And um, Disney Channel actually released a really cool commercial um, in supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's just really inspiring. It shows, um, you know, young um, Black American um, children, and it's just them smiling and just talking about how Disney supports the cause and the movement. And I just think like you guys should go check it out. Cause it's really cool. And it got me to think like, Oh, you know, like they came out with all the pride merchandise. I wonder if Disney will come out with black lives matter merchandise. I could easily see them doing that. Um, you know, it just, it seems different. Like this time around, you know, I, I really think there's going to be some change that happens. So not to get too political, but yeah. so you know. I have not seen the commercial, but maybe what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll put a link in the comments. Um, yeah to that commercial. it's I, really I have cool. not seen it yet either so it was um, just and they're putting it like on disney channel disney channel jr which i think is really awesome yeah um and it just it, it it's really simple and elegant and it just kind of brings people's attention to like hey guys we're in this and we get it and we're here to support you guys so i think it was really cool cool all right well thanks for uh thanks for adding that to the discussion um, yeah i'm gonna check that out and we'll, we'll link it to to the show so um, yeah. so Lid, thanks for joining on the show tonight. Um, if you are listening, um, audio on iTunes and you want to check out some of the graphics and, and the photos of, of the merchandise, head on over to our YouTube page at Disney Co. in the know. And if you are on the go and just want to listen to the audio, check us out on iTunes at Disney Co. in the know. So to stay up to date on all of the latest Disney and Universal news, uh, follow us and like our page on Facebook at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company and check out the blog from there at www.407vacations.com. So, so guys, thanks a lot for watching. Have a safe week. Uh, hope everyone stays well and we will see you with yeah. another edition, episode 17 of the podcast next mm -hmm. Thursday night. So Lid, thanks again and uh, take care. Yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You too. Bye guys. <laughs>